0: It's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: Welcome to Loho Daily. I'm Loho, aka Lawrence Holmes, and I appreciate you listening to this episode of the podcast. I was thinking about talking about all of this stuff on the show, but I couldn't figure out a place to to try and make it work on the show today. It's been really, all of us are are dealing at some level of grief of something that we've lost over the last year. But you now add in, in, in sports in particular, like we're seeing a lot of prominent people in sports over the last few months pass away. Some expectedly, some unexpectedly. And trying to make sense of it is really difficult. I know that that Chris Wesseling of NFL Media, he passed away. A few days ago, he was dealing with cancer. It's a guy that I always like to read. His Around the NFL podcast was really good. 46. 46 years old. We heard yesterday about Therese Paylor, who died of a heart attack. He was 37 years old. And you have Pedro Gomez pass away from ESPN and before that Seku Smith passed away from nba.com I don't think Seku was 50 years old and before that Vaughn McClure passed away I had to res on the show a year ago like we were talking about the Chiefs winning the Super Bowl and we had uh, had to reschedule a couple of times because of stuff that was going on. And, like, when I had him on, he's, like, this huge personality. And we had a lot of fun talking, and we kind of promised to talk again if, if the need arise, if I was, there was something I wanted to do in, in Kansas City. And now he's just gone, like a bright light in media, just gone. Same thing with Sekou Smith. I had Sekou on this summer. Like we we were talking about the NBA restart and the bubble, and how excited he was, and how proud the NBA should be because of what they had accomplished inside of this bubble and how it was going to work. Jason knew Sekou better than I did, and he was struggling with it, and we talked about it via text about how hard it is to work through some of this grief. You know, it's, it's weird. I feel like, I feel a couple of different things. I feel like the pandemic in some ways hasn't allowed us to truly mourn Early on, it was because of the type of restrictions there were as far as going to someone's funeral. But the other part of it is we're all in this state of like heightened hyper awareness and vulnerability and the thinking of our own mortality, like day in and day out. Like we're all, we all have to come to grips with that every single day with every single choice that we make is this the choice that leads to me getting covid and me dying is this the choice that that leads to my death so we're all kind of stuck in this place this this awful place and i don't think that it, it truly allows us to really deal with the death that we're seeing and experiencing. And it's anytime that people die, like, unexpectedly, like, you just kind of go through, like, man, you know, what's if you knew that person, like, what's the last thing I said to that person? Was that person in pain? What was happening with that person? Is there anything? Could I have been a better friend? I remember this summer. I don't know how we got onto this subject via Twitter, but someone was someone was talking about the Bears beat and how at one point on the Bears beat you had me, Jim Rose, Michael C. Wright, Vaughn McClure. Like, all four of us covering the Bears. And and we got into this whole, like, Twitter thread with each other, and we were talking about Fred Mitchell and how great Fred Mitchell was and how he he spent a lot of time, like, telling each of us in our own way, like, hey, slow down, like... <laughs> And then, and this is how you do the job like really offering us an example on how to do the job day in and day out and we were all like reminiscing about it and it was great and I think if you know what it must have been the week that the Bears were playing the Falcons maybe it's a little earlier than that but I remember you know Vaughn jumping into the Jumping into the, the 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 thread and and saying how much he loved that time, like we all loved that time together, and it was it was competitive, you know, like we were all very competitive with each other, and sometimes that competitiveness spilled over into arguments inside the Hallis Hall press room. But I remember watching practices, like I used to love watching practices with Vaughn. Because Vaughn was hysterical. Like low-key funny dude. Like he wasn't a screamer. You know, I'm I'm loud. Like you hear me coming a mile away. And we'd sit there and we'd watch practice and we'd compare notes and we'd laugh and all sorts of stuff. And then Vaughn died. You know, this fall. It's... I'm not sure what to do with any of it. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure what to say. Like, I'm honestly like not sure what to say. Like, I don't. I don't think that I've. I've done a good job of like eulogizing these men. And I'm not sure what to take from it. Other than. Celebration of life. Maybe this is something that happens when you get older. I fall into the, the camp of wanting life to be celebrated when someone passes away. That's the thing. And there really, have been some really good stories being shared on Twitter about Therese, which I think is wonderful, and it makes us smile, and it makes us laugh. And whenever we lose someone, like, we do lose, like, a part of ourselves. And the goal is to try to take something that you learned or appreciated about the person who passed away in order to preserve their spirit and maybe have those lessons live on beyond the the life of that person or even you. Like, I... I think about that a lot lot with Doug Buffon. I was having a conversation with Mel. And we were talking about, you know, there was something came up. She had sent me a story about gambling. It was a it was a TikTok video of a guy delivering pizzas. And he was talking to the family about what was going on in the Super Bowl. And he's like, oh, you know, I bet I bet four (laughs) hundred dollars on Kansas City. And it was it was really funny, and I just sent back He Who Gambles Lives in Shambles, which is a Doug buffon And she said, you miss him every day, don't you? And I'm like, yeah, I, I, I do. Every day. Every single day. And the good part is, is that you get to think about some of those things that you learn from these people. But... COVID has kind of stripped a lot of that stuff away. There's a part of me that feels like we, and I mean like culturally, like I don't think that we've done a good job of burying our dead and celebrating them because of this. Man, I really hope this ends. because I think we're all stuck in this awful cycle. Like scared of our mortality more so than celebrating our lives and the lives of the people that we care about. Like it's, it's so hard. It's. They're also like the sense of community is really difficult right now too. Like it's, You can't lean on the people that you ordinarily lean on because of this. Like physically, like lean on. I I was talking to a friend of mine who I, I actually saw. I actually saw this friend during the summer. Like outside, mask on, socially distant, like all that stuff. We were hanging out in the quad at Northwestern and I was talking even then like i I miss hugs like I I miss like dapping up Tony and giving him a half hug or dapping up Herb if I haven't seen him in a while or Campy or whomever you know and I think about You think about like the lives that are impacted by these people passing away, whether it's Chris or Vaughn or Seku, or Pedro or Therese. Like it's. I don't know, man, I don't. I'm glad I didn't do this on the radio because there are all these questions that they have no answers. And because we're now more interconnected than ever, because you, you follow Vaughn or you follow Therese or you followed you like you feel like you know them and then their death happens and then we kind of find ourselves continuing to scroll and Who knows man I just know that all of this is like we I, I know that that the thing that should be happening the thing that that it should spur us on to to live like to to live and enjoy it and to be positive in the fact that we have life but it's hard Because you don't want to lose your life inside the living. You don't want to put anyone else in danger. With COVID. And you just end up doom scrolling yet again. I don't really have a great way to wrap this episode up. It's just something that's been weighing really heavily on me. Like you hear this news and you're like, what? Like, what do you mean Terez died? How? I don't know. Like when Vaughn died, I, I just sat there in disbelief. And I know that that from knowing Vaughn a little bit, I know that he had been struck with a lot of tragedy in his life. And it's just like, man, you know, when he moved to Atlanta and got the gig covering the Falcons and, I don't know. I don't know how we're supposed to digest any of this stuff right now. I just know it's really difficult for me and I, I imagine it's really difficult for you too. And it is, it is flippant and it is true. It's both flippant and true to be like, Hey, the best way to honor these people is to, to live it's just really difficult because their, their presence is, is still there. And it's like you have that survivor's guilt. Mm -hmm. I don't know what we do or where we go. I just know I, I wish that, this part of this journey that we're all on was over so that we can properly mourn our dead in a way that they deserve and celebrate them the way that they deserve.